0: I wanted to ask you, I guess I can ask you on the podcast, but I wanted to ask you you're you really liked Alan Wake. And I, I was gonna ask you how how much into Alan Wake 2 are you going to get? Are you gonna really try to play it? Should I try to play the first one and this one? Or should I just try to play this one or what? Okay. All of the above? Okay, I'll just I'll just do that. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to another Dead Pixel, a podcast about entertainment, video games, life, a little bit of everything in between. I'm your host, Joe, and with me, the man who reminds everyone why there are 31 dry counties in Arkansas, Nick. How are you doing, Nick?
0: I'm doing fine. Um, The reason why there are 31 dry counties in Arkansas is because Baskin Robbins was started in, in Arkansas and Baskin, uh, the original, you know, Robbins, Mr. Baskin, he, um, he was very, have you ever seen the, the number 23? Well, that movie is based on the life of, of Mr. Baskin. And, um, he was obsessed with the number 31 though. Said so they, they had to change it so they didn't get sued, but he was very obsessed with the number 31 and he was in control of Arkansas for a really long time. He was, um, he was the governor for I think twenty-eight years, um, in the uh, mid nineteen uh, hundreds, and he made a rule that there had to be thirty-one flavors. He started that company, and then he said there could had to be thirty-one um, dry counties in Arkansas.
1: Okay. According to the Wikipedia page, it just said there was a terror uh, child who caused lots of mischief and mayhem, uh, alcoholic debauchery, uh, but due to being a minor, they couldn't release their name. So I just assumed it was you. Uh,
0: so. That is hearsay and nonsense, and I will, I will sue anyone that disagrees with me.
1: All right. Well, I'm just saying you have 44, uh, you know, counties to go. So you know you're not quite even halfway there. Seriously, you though, make it a dry state.
0: <laughs> I did grow up in a dry county, um, and it was it was dry for a super long time. Uh, but it, except for one place, the the country club um, had it was a private club, and it was uh, you, so you had to have a membership there, um, and they had could. They had alcohol you could sell alcohol and buy alcohol there, but only if you were a member. Well, you know, they only let certain kinds of people um be members there. So eventually like the restaurant started to figure that out. And um there was one restaurant downtown that that uh that kind of let loose the floodgates and started their own club and all you had to do was like pay like I think they were saying like you had to pay like fifty dollars um a year or something like that you'd be part of the club and so and then they started selling alcohol and then it was kind of like every place had that i don't even know if they do it now um i think it's still a dry county but yeah Uh,
1: there's still there's still actually quite a few there i just remember the one the couple times i visited like right before you hit a dry county there's like 10 last chance liquor stores right before the county Mm -hmm. border yeah, there I thought is thought hilarious. The,
0: the biggest liquor store in Arkansas is, um, I think, I think that it's like a mile or on the line. Like, I think it's on the County line for the line, for the County that I grew up in. Um, and this, uh, this one guy, the guy that gave, uh, <laughs> the guy that gave our graduation speech, um, he referred to, uh, I'll just go and say it cause it's just funny. Um, so the town next to where I grew up is called Maumel and they had Lake Liquor, uh, which is the biggest liquor store in Arkansas, or it was. And so he referred to uh, the back roads to get there as uh, the Malmel Express, <laughs> and it's funny because it is like a straight shot, like no lights, no no nothing, uh, just like you know sixty miles an hour there you can get there in like i don't know 15 20 minutes oh uh, it's funny anyway but yeah, video games so. anyway yeah
1: yeah how have you been man it's been a couple of weeks so good sounds like you've had a good good time
0: good yeah i, I went home to visit uh to visit uh, the Arkansans um and then um came back it was fun it was good it was good how about you how, how about you how you doing joe
1: extremely tired yeah well Uh, i'm sorry yeah got to do the uh, memorial day weekend uh just doing boring boring ass lawn care uh Mm -hmm. but a buddy came down helped me out and had a good time with that uh so as far as uh doing yard work can do yeah super great uh (laughs) (laughs) uh no it's you know things things aren't bad so can't you know it's like all in all it's all right uh but yeah it's so we've had here um, a little bit of news. This last week's been a little bit of dry, but uh, the week before we had the PlayStation Showcase. So uh, we have quite a bit of things that we haven't got a chance to talk about. So, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about these.
0: Yeah, so we're going to dive in, I guess. Um, so the biggest thing for the PlayStation Showcase is this, this happened back on May 24th for whenever you're you're watching this. But um, the biggest thing that people pulled out of it um, was the hardware at least that's the biggest thing I got out of it, I guess. Um, and that is uh, the Project Q that uh, PlayStation is doing, um, which uh, I, you'll fill in the gaps if I get anything, uh, you know, wrong. But um, it is a handheld um, screen um, with a controller, with a basically a split in half PlayStation controller on each side, um, and it's made to stream games on the same Wi-Fi network that your PS 5 is on um, so yeah so anyway
1: yeah so if you wanted the, um, the Wii U experience uh, you know but for PlayStation there you go I mean okay. and it's one of those exp- it's things that I, it's a very niche product I feel um, I mean I can see it in a household that you know you don't like if you're fighting over a TV, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, if, if you only have the one and then some one person can be playing the TV and you can still be playing off of this. Um I don't know I wonder if how can, much though. better was that?
0: I don't know if you can though. Can you?
1: Um n- just I'm saying if the if it was a different console okay. on the TV. Uh because I know a lot of people do the, the PlayStation like app uh so you can stream it to your phone because this is pretty much like a backbone or one of those other, you know, controller, you know, uh, devices that you hook up your normal phone to. Cause yeah, you can just, uh, what's stopping you from just streaming it to your phone, streaming it to your tablet that you have already. Um, I mean the form factor and the feel seems like it'd be pretty comfortable.
0: It looks nice. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, but you got, you know, the screen's supposed to be LCD. So we'll see exactly how the quality that is. Um, for a house with uh, kids, I would look at it as being way too, uh, way too sketchy for my like. I'd be more worried about it being dropped or picked up, you know, and uh, damaged.
0: It because it's
1: very it, much an exposed screen.
0: Yeah, that screen is sticking out there. It looks like you would set it down and step on it on accident, like one time, and just snap that controller right off of there.
1: Yeah, so I'm not, I'm kind of curious the qual- the build quality on this, but uh yeah i mean there's there's some people who'd really like it uh, or if it's kind of like they're them trying to be a switch competitor i guess uh in a weird way but since you're having to stream it it does you know like people turn out leave their systems connected to their network and like try to stream their stuff from a hotel room onto their computers and like try to play you know some if it's not a like fast-paced first-person shooter Apparently that stuff works pretty solid. So but, I haven't had much luck with it personally.
0: But I mean like for this, I think you have to be on the same Wi-Fi network. So like, you know, like you can't, you can't go to a hotel room and leave your PlayStation on at home and then like stream it. That would be, that would be cool. I would, I'm sure there's probably security risks, but anyway, like I am just of trying to figure out like who this is for, the way this would really work. And I guess if you're if you're a, a family and the best biggest TV is in the living room and the PlayStation is hooked up to that TV because you're you're like, let's say you're 12 and you're trying to play PlayStation and then like mom and dad, well, they want to watch a movie and everybody else wants to watch a movie. So they're going to use the big TV, but you don't really want to move the PlayStation. Then you would then this would be like a cool thing to do or if you're supposed to go to bed or something i i mean it seems it's like okay that's cool but like how much is that worth to, to me that is worth like at a stretch like like a hundred dollars like and that's yeah. only if you could use I, it as I another would, controller i would you know? say
1: one to 150 it'd be comfortable I, I think most people would be comfortable spending depending on the quality screen uh how much extra battery life you get because the controllers themselves go for what 70 um you know 70 dollars roughly 80 bucks yeah. sometimes so you know then you're talking about you know actually strapping on a screen to it and then preferably having an okay battery life because the controllers aren't the greatest for battery i mean they're not terrible but mm. uh chant but i realistically think it'd be out it'd come out for 200 uh i think that's yeah. what they're gonna gouge people for uh, but yeah, and it's, and I think you're, you're pretty, you're exactly right though. Like, well, if you want to take it to bed, uh, and then, you know, be able to lie down, look at it and then put it just at the nightstand next to you, uh, that would be a good way. Instead of having to turn on the entire TV and, uh, who, you know, if you're with someone annoying whoever you're sleeping next to, or, uh, yeah. That just I made mean, me think
0: of the other use case. Like if you're in college and you're in a, like a dorm room and you have like someone literally sleeping like 15 feet away from you. And they're like, dude, I gotta go to bed. I gotta like wake up in the morning and take a test. And you're like, okay, well I don't. I don't have class till noon, so I'm gonna like keep playing my PlayStation on my own little screen. That that that's like a that's like a real use case that I could see. But you know, but yeah, like you're right. Like I just don't see how many people are really gonna. Yeah. jump Yeah, I'm that. just
1: curious how much better it is than than the current um, you know streaming to your phone, and then just buying that, a, yeah. a controller dock. You know, so. That's yeah, that you know, it, but it's I think it's like an eight-inch screen or something like that. So it's supposed to be a pretty decent size, and yeah, that's you know that is interesting. Uh, I think Sony also announced a few other small pieces of hardware, like the oh, headphones, yeah. like earbuds, you know, and I can see those being comfortable for people who want a better quality headphone uh, for their uh, VR 2 You know, so
0: yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of wondering how. I'm kind of wondering if they're. Uh, you know dabbing into that other markets like hey these are cool sony headphones if you need well they, they've already
1: made that push they've made uh, a couple of higher quote-unquote higher end um over-the-ear uh headphones and they've also started doing like monitors and stuff like that yeah it's of uh, um,
0: yeah i guess it's just like like sony already makes that stuff so now they're making like a a uh, playstation branded i don't know it's it's yeah. The, it it they're makes making sense, and it also kind of does brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess so, that's what they're going for—is trying to keep that brand strong. Anyway. All
1: right. Uh, but yeah. So they actually, uh, the showcase was kind of nice in my opinion, in the fact that they showed a lot of games back to back. Uh, it was a little weird because they did an announce like a kind of a thing in the front saying, like just a blatant like these are. You know this is going to be on hardware unless if stated otherwise. Uh, usually they do a really good job in front of every trailer saying, "Hey, this is a, a cinematic" or "this is you know in-game engine." Yeah, Non-gameplay footage. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually did something. They just did a kind of a blanket statement and didn't really explain. Sometimes when you're looking at things, you're like not quite understand like is this supposed to be in game that is this supposed to be you know is this a pre-rendered scene you're not really 100 percent sure so they kind of flubbed that a little bit it was just a little more awkward but as a whole at least the pacing was really solid uh maybe the quality of the content wasn't quite there um but yeah I, i'm curious what you thought of the actual showcase as a whole so i mean you have a list of the games that you found most interesting so yeah Let's let's shoot from the top.
0: Yeah. So, like, as a whole, the I I thought it was good. Um, There was only one thing in there that was like the Friday Nights at Freddy's um, VR thing, where I was like, I don't really need that at all. But I mean, I I understand that they, you know, it's popular or whatever. But everything else seemed like either good or something that I would not hate to play. Uh, obviously I wouldn't buy everything on there, but everything was like, okay, well that's kind of not something I would look for, but it's interesting to say the least. So it was a good, it was a good showcase, um, overall for that kind of thing for, in terms of like a, like a once a year type blowout showcase, I don't know. It's, it's maybe it's a little bit of a slow year for Sony, um, because they've had some pretty banger years in the past. Uh, You know, with God of War 2 coming out and some other stuff that's been coming out. So I don't know. It's everything is good. Nothing is. I'm just looking at this list. Nothing is really making me say, oh, I got to go out and buy that, you know?
1: Yeah. um, No, for sure. There's uh, some of these were. You know, most definitely some decent surprises and other ones were uh, have me interested uh, but for the most part there's I don't know there's there's not like your quote unquote system sellers right? Yeah. So
0: I think we're between years right. and some of that stuff but yeah. <laughs>
1: Something like that. Alright so the first one you have down here is uh, you put down is uh, Helldivers 2. Uh, this one was a pretty funny trailer I thought.
0: Yeah that was funny. Very um, Starship Trooper-esque.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, you ever get a chance to play the original Helldivers?
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you some question. I did play a little bit of it. Um, I think it was uh, free on um, PlayStation Plus for like a hot minute, and I grabbed it then. I played a little bit of it. Um, it is it is cool. Um, I, I, I liked it. I, I didn't really get to play too much of it. Um, it's pretty technical, and that's kind of what makes it fun in a weird way. Um, but, uh, this hell divers is probably going to be a lot of that, but, but instead of the isometric, it is now going to be a, um, like a first person, well, uh, or maybe like an over the, over the shoulder kind of shooter, uh, game. And, um, I, I don't know. I think it, I don't know if it's going to lose some of its charm because of going that way, but it looked interesting to say the least. How about you?
1: Yeah. Uh, for sure. I did play a lot of it actually. Um, I played a lot of it in like the weirdest situation possible. Is um, we were staying at a hotel for a couple months while like while moving for homes and trying to find a new home, and like or trying to find um trying to buy a house. Mm-hmm. And instead, it was just we were kind of on a time crunch and we didn't really want to live in an apartment for too long, so we stayed at a like just a long term hotel. And so we had there we paid for their upgraded quote unquote upgraded Wi Fi, uh, and so we generally needed a game. That did not take a lot of bandwidth uh, (laughs) to play with our buddies, Uh, so we found this game and we're like, "Yeah, let's give this a shot." And we got really hooked on it. Uh, We uh, there was a few of us that would play, and uh, it was for the most part pretty reliable as far as uh, not needing a lot of bandwidth on that one. And yeah, have having isometric, you know, Diablo style gameplay. But then, you know, yeah, the technical aspects you're talking about about having to remember button combinations in order to call down. Equipment and do certain actions, and then easily being able to accidentally murder each other, dude, yeah, uh, was pretty hilarious. Um, so yeah, this game, the it looks like I think it's going to be a third person. It looks like, um, you know, action game, and you know what? Uh, so long as they keep the right aesthetic and you know, it's some of that whimsy of like, you know, hey, I'm summoning, I'm I'm doing an ammo drop and accidentally getting crushing your buddy by it it's like oops sorry man <laughs> yeah yeah they so. they thread
0: the needle really well in the first one so if you can kind of still do that um then uh i think it'll be it'll be good i am looking forward to uh grabbing that and hopefully being able to get some games going with with some people it should be fun
1: yeah i'm i'm uh i'm very positive about this one uh as even if it's uh not as good as the first. I mean if it's even comes like it can probably make it like 60 or 70% there It'd still be an enjoyable game I think. Yeah. Uh but I, that just speaks to volumes of how much I really like the first one. Uh but yeah. Uh, and then you have the next game you have up in here is uh uh Phantom Blade 0. Yeah. Uh So yeah, <laughs> uh you have here anime sekiro
0: (laughs) yeah that's the that's the note that i have (laughs) it's not super anime it's not like you know 2d it's 3d but like all the characters in it look uh they look um like the main the main guy and the main girl uh they are both rather pretty uh but it looks like a pretty cool game um it, it has a very sekiro feel probably not gonna be that difficult hopefully not that difficult but it is, you know, set in sort of a fantasy feudal, you know, I guess Japan, Asia of some kind.
1: I was I was I was getting more Chinese vibes from yeah, it. But I, it could very you know. I did get so that. I, Go ahead. I mean, but it looks it I thought I'd be more I I felt that it would probably be more on the dark, the souls esque, like harder difficulty. So that like but then as they showed more gameplay i'm like well if they lean towards more of a devil may cry action you know Mm. you know stylish action game then i'm like i'm totally down for it but if but chances are i have a feeling it's going to be more sekiro or like uh neo-esque or something like that and yeah i i just don't have that kind of time to to get into a game but they did make it look really good uh you know those scenes uh they they showed a lot of flashy bits to it, so
0: yeah, it looks uh. like it'll be more, yeah, more flashy, more fun than than a Sekiro or even a, a Neo, a Neo rather. I always want to say Nio. Um So if they if you're, I, I didn't think about that. If they can lean toward Devil May Cry, um, then yeah, it'd it, that'd be a nice little niche for them to fit in. Uh, because I feel like too serious has already taken and Devil may cry and other stuff like that kind of already has that one. So if they can thread the needle just a bit and really get like, okay, this is kind of difficult, but it's also just sort of wacky and fun too. in this weird fantasy world that could be, could be a a good game is actually one of the games on here that I'm probably looking forward to the most um, exploring the most or looking, looking to see how it's going to develop. I'm sure there could be a trailer that comes out that makes it look really bad, but I'm at least uh, anticipating what comes next from it.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it, if it can be essentially the Asian uh, God of War, uh, that mm. would be, I think, that would be fine for me. Uh, but I think at the same time, I know a lot of people uh, like a Souls are harder difficulty. So yeah. if they can maybe do something in between, that would be, I guess, the sweet spot, but uh, I personally want a God of War style game. Uh, I think most people would rather would prefer something of a Souls-like. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah. And here, right on the next one, you have uh, the Sword of the Sea, which is, uh, you aptly noted, Journey 2.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, so this is like, uh, I think before the podcast, I said... Uh, Journey to Surfing USA or something like that, because <laughs> like you're on a sword and you're uh, you're just surfing around, and then at the end it has you on like a triangle point and just sort of uh, at least a avatar character is there on the triangle point, just kind of chilling. Um, it looks cool. It just looks like more Journey-ish game, Abzu-type game. Um, it, I'm sure it'll be short and sweet. Uh, it looks pretty. Um, but I I mean I'm just a little bit a little bit jaded about it because uh, this game keeps coming out the I think the studio or the guy that made Journey and the other games continues to make these games and um, yeah they're just uh, not very different from each other to me so I'm just kind of like okay
1: journey you're in the desert abzu you're underwater how much more different can you get
0: he got me i i confess i was wrong
1: um no this one though totally got the journey two vibes it's uh, like certain cinematic aspects look like it was just ripped straight from it uh if you were telling me that he was going back to the same uh set pieces i would totally believe you you know Mm. uh because yeah it some of us like oh no most definitely that that exact shot you know the the difference is you're riding the sword instead of riding on the sand itself um and being on the sword is very much a uh like a chinese anime trope uh so in right. fact um i've mentioned on our anime podcast uh the daily life of the immortal king uh they that's actually very common like mode of transportation is just to have that Chinese uh, long sword and they just use, you know, magical powers to use, uh, to float on that or to ride that. And so that's very much what this reminded me of. And I'm like, you know, uh, it looks like it'd be fun, but I don't think it will have the magic or the, uh, the whimsy of journey. Cause like, the first, you know, the first time playing Journey is always a a special thing for mo- you know. But everyone's play ha- has a different gameplay value to it, um, so that's always interesting to see. But I'm like, because you kind of know the beats and the pacing, I'm curious what they'll do differently with this. Yeah. Um, I did not get a chance to play Abzu. I I have it on like multiple platforms. I just have not got around to it, and I've heard nothing bad about it, so you know it's just one of those things that you know I'll maybe so I'll get around to it eventually which I probably won't
0: well like these games you know they're not, they're not offensive because they're they're just so short i mean i'm pretty sure abzu is extremely short as well so you know they're not they're not really then they're cheap um and so you know and they're they're nice they don't overstay their welcome um i would just like to see i don't know I, you, whoever this guy is i forget his name but you you got to make money and what are the studios? You've got to make money. So, you know, and people want to see more of the same from the same studio. So I, I get it. I just, uh, I just would, I would like to see, see something different, but you know, I'm sure it'll be fun. Yeah.
1: Uh, and it'll be, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, as journey was one of those defining games where you could have a, an argument about games being art, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, I it think it holds that true. Uh, but yeah, uh we'll see. Uh, you know, hope you know cautiously optimistic on this one. and yeah, the next one we got is the Plucky Squire. Uh yeah, tell me about this one because I really don't remember it off the top of my head, which well, it, obviously is not like <laughs> leaving good memory.
0: It looks like a kid's game at first, and all the way through the trailer. Um it is it is very like childish, but the thing that caught my eye about it at first was the fact that you, it, it, you um, you start on like a two D like children's story map, and you walk around and you do stuff, and then they're, they're showing you that, and then you break through the top of the map. Oh, and this one, okay, yeah. Into three D.
1: Continue. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So you go into three D, and it's still sort of Toy Story looking, you know, three D, and you're walking around, and and you're, and I think you are our Toy or something like that because the world is like the. There's like you fight a beetle or something that's like, that's giant, but it's, and all the toys and stuff are giant or something like that. And so, you know, I saw that and I was like, okay, that's cool. And I was like, but this game looks like, like it's for kids, but it also, that's kind of an interesting sort of thing. And then at the end they show, you know, the plucky squire. And then in the left corner, it says devolver digital. And I was like, okay, so I'm really wondering if they're, Devolver Digital makes a lot of weird-ass games. Um, Some pretty good, some not so pretty good. Um, But they do interesting things. So this looked like it had decent gameplay and like it was trying to get you to think it was one thing, but it might be something else. So I am curious about it.
1: Yeah, this actually gave me um, Puppeteer vibes. Mm. So on the PS3, there was a game called Puppeteer where you played a... uh, you know like a, a puppet doll uh in kind of in a theater stage setting and that was uh it was a pretty whimsical game uh it had some two-player aspects to it i can't really remember too much about it off the top of my head but it was uh yeah i just remember that being a fun and unique game that kind of looked like a child's game and that's what this reminded me of a lot of i see so. what you're
0: saying yeah it does have that it does have a similar vibe um i think the one obviously the one that's coming out is going to be way more technical, um, yeah. But, I mean,
1: well, I mean, we're talking about an older PS3 game that like came out in two generations, 2010 or something. It's literally like tw- so, it's literally like
0: 13 years later, Nick. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, this is a good callback because this is a similar vibe. Um, but um, yeah, so that one looked interesting to me. Um, but uh, just mostly like if I didn't see Devolver in the corner there. I would have said looks cool looks like it's not for me but since it's Devolver I'm like I smell something weird going on here.
1: Yeah, uh Devolver is always um you know even if they're not you know even if they're just publishing the game that's always still worth looking at. Sure. So, for sure. Yeah. All right, then you have here listed. Oh, uh, you got you listed the Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. That's right. Uh, Or you were kinda questioning the delta symbol. But yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a delta. I was gonna ask you, like that's a that triangle. I mean it's a triangle, but it's really like a delta symbol, right? Am I confused? Uh, Yeah,
1: but it's 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 just them rebooting Snake Eater. Uh, Okay. I I found a comment that was really funny that I had to take a second look at uh they're like why is the uh bandana fused into his forehead i noticed that too
0: (laughs) i saw that i was like why is the bandana perfectly shaped like his forehead wrinkling like
1: (laughs) yeah it's essentially it's uh it looks like he has face paint on and then but but it like moves to the bandana in the back because (laughs) the bandana is perfectly formed to the wrinkles of his brow um (laughs) yeah so i don't know he's 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 learned from the Ninja Turtles, I suppose. It doesn't like uh, it
0: looks right, but then when you really look at it, you're like something is wrong here. But it, yeah, it, that
1: bandana is too too darn wide for his forehead, uh, and it's but you can't see the rest of the band. It's not like you see a strip of bandana, and it's just like the yeah. camo makeup. You know, it's literally the bandana just covering way too much ground. Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah. The. I mean, it, this has been rumored for a little bit beforehand, so it wasn't that surprising. Uh, and they only showed, you know, a cinematic. Uh, so it's like, yay, yeah, I guess. Uh, I know a lot of people are more interested in trying to get Metal Gear Four remade because that the only way you can play that is off of a PS3 hardware. Oh wow! And because that. Um, you know, one of the bigger takeaways of this trailer was that they're bringing Metal Gear One, Two, One and Two, also onto uh, their redoing uh, collection. And it said Volume One, which means that Volume Two uh, potentially could have a a four, but they'd probably have stuff like uh, Acid and some other things like the the PS the uh, Metal Gear Portable game, stuff like that for um, PSP. Yeah. So that's probably what the Volume Two is going to you know pertain, but people are really hopeful or slash wanting a way to play uh four again. Uh and that's probably one that deserves a remake more than most because it's it, it's so old, but also it's like there could be so many things you can do better for that. Um most people that game broke a lot of Metal Gear fans just because of this long cinematics so you're talking about like fifteen minutes plus of people just talking back and forth and you just putting down your controller. Um
0: Oh man yeah yeah people
1: i never i never finished that one and i kind of it's kind of a regret but at the same time i'm like that's a chore you're asking me to go suffer through a lot of um nonsense (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i mean how long is that game just like on a regular playthrough
1: i i honestly don't remember but that they if you were to tell me that game is like 60 80 hours uh, and like half of that is a uh, cutscene. I would not be surprised.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know that so yeah, MGS2 uh, was a lot. It was a lot of cutscenes, you know, back in the day. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, yeah. Uh, we've, you know, we've known that Konami was going to be continuing the Metal Gear franchise um, for some time now without Hideo Kojima. Um, uh, they've had some. You know they've done some. Uh, what do you call it? Um, they've done some p- p- pachinko machines. I think they had another, another bad game that came out. Um, in relation to it, I, I forget. But well, but so, this, this... so what they
1: did is they used the Fox engine for Metal Gear Solid Three to have special cutscenes for the pachinko machine. Okay. So that was so yeah it's, it's kind of weird that way um it's undetermined yet whether or not they're using the fox engine for uh for this remake once again they didn't show actually any gameplay footage um and three is three is a pretty solid favorite by a lot of people and i yeah it's like i'm i am i i like three uh it was one of those things that i didn't really care about needing to have a backstory to big boss but at the same time i think it's really when it embraced its um Oh, it's like, I felt like two jumped the shark and it was just jarring in a lot of ways. Um, Mm. And then three, by the time you got to three, you're like, okay, uh, now I understand what I'm getting into. Uh, I'm ready to embrace the, uh, the silliness of it, of it all. Uh, And yeah, I liked, I liked three quite a bit. Uh, And like I said, four broke me. Uh, I think four maybe wasn't as long as I, as I remember it being, but I just, once again, it just, it just seemed like it was pulling teeth. Uh, and a lot of my friends afterwards are like, when they made, uh, when they came out Middle Gear Five, they're like, I don't care at all, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it turns out Five was like the least story of any game, uh, but best gameplay. So uh, if they can modernize gameplay for for three, would be uh, a lot of fun for people. Yeah, I'm just yeah, hoping so. that
0: this that this uh, you know this MGS Snake Eater that's coming out. You know, it's he said it's just a remake, right? So. I don't know. I guess it's just modernizing the gameplay. So it's going to be the same thing. But I'd like them to see I would like to see Konami try to make a legit, you know, Metal Gear Solid game. Um, you know, in in the future. I don't think that that series that franchise should ever really go away. Um and it, you know, I would like to see that, but you know, we'll see.
1: Uh they did, and I'm uh they made a they made like Metal Gear Survive or some crap like that. Yeah. Yeah, that I, th-
0: I feel like I'm, that's what I was trying to think of earlier. Um, uh, but uh, MGS survive. But I would like yeah, to see them. It was
1: It was post, post Kojima leaving. They made themselves a game that was in the five universe and it wasn't very well received at all. Yeah, so. but
0: I mean like this feels like a money grab and I would like them to make a serious like I feel like this was just like I don't know. I don't know. This is just them throwing the franchise away, you know. I do remember this coming out. Um, yeah, well, but the, a to, I guess what I mean do. is a return to form.
1: But anyway, they are. Um, they're letting their. Pro- they're making money off their current, you know, well-known properties, and if they're revamping, them, yay! And then maybe if they get enough money, they might actually start making video games again. Like uh, the best something. thing they can do is license them out to other companies and then have them build off of it for them which uh has worked for um like warhammer but warhammer looks like I feel, I, it feels like warhammer will let anyone uh rent out their you know their license
0: uh so. they did for a long time and i think that's changed a little bit recently there are still some bad games but um i do remember people talking about that and um apparently because because the quality has improved on on some of those games, workshop games, uh, in recent years. But yeah, you're right. M- maybe they'll maybe they'll kind of um, maybe they'll they'll do something good with it.
1: Yeah. All right. We got here. Then uh, Tower of Agasaba. I, I can't pronounce that.
0: I think it's Towers of Agasba. All right so yeah so this is uh this is a a weird looking world um that's uh seems i thought it was a builder game and that definitely is part of it but you noticed you, you thought it was there might be some survival aspects of it like gathering up wood and stuff like that um uh which i didn't really notice too much of but now that i kind of think about it it sort of makes sense but it
1: just feels that way to me i'm like i'm not really i'm just speculating but it's like, i can totally see that being uh, a key aspect because you look you're dressed very primitive and so it's you know i can see you the idea of you know it being a survival or at least having elements of that yeah um i mean it's very it's very um fantasy whimsical as far as like you know flying uh sea creature-esque things you know so you know it's like they they built a really neat world I'm just not sure if I really care about playing in it.
0: Yeah. I just wanted to mention it on here because of how it did look, um, how it does look. And, uh, it looks different from a lot of other things you see. Um, not with nothing like recognizable. They're not like throwing, they're not trying to get you to buy the game with, uh, with, um, you know, Oh, your favorite, uh, nostalgic character. So I was impressed with that. And, um, and, uh, I'm going to look at it a little bit more, but I'm not really... I'm not thinking it'll be particularly great, but it was at least worth noting, I thought.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, And then afterwards we had... You have here listed the Alan Wake 2. And I'm excited about Alan Wake uh, 2. I actually really like the first game. And before we started recording, you had asked me a question of whether or not you should possibly play the first game before uh beforehand and i say absolutely uh it's not a very long game it's super well done i think it still holds up i have not gotten a chance to play through the remake uh i barely started it Uh, but i actually have played the original uh a handful of years ago and i still i still like it a lot so i totally recommend giving it a shot um it's very well written, has good story, and it, it'll prime you because it looks like the gameplay is still going to be somewhat similar. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure they're going to be changing it up and making it more fluid, especially since they've gotten better at like gunplay, for example, from Control. Um, so yeah, uh, and uh, Alan Wake is probably one of my favorite franchises. I guess now yeah. um, I did not really, you know, they have the, they had the spinoff uh, American Nightmare. And that one is kind of a little side story. It's not ne- as necessary, but uh, I mean the fact that they've uh, kind of already pulled in uh, Alan Wake into the con- you know and controlled it all in the same universe. Uh, they showed a really good uh, shot of Sam Lake, who's uh, Max Payne. Uh, you'll know him as the character model for that, and he's uh, he's in. Quite a few Remedy games, just like kind of a, he's a Easter egg kind of a figure. Um, so in in Alan Wake, he's the author of um, a detective series, uh, and they don't uh, they don't outright they call it something else, but it's essentially he's it's Max Payne. <laughs> and they show an interview uh, with uh, the the character of like the movie or something like that. And it's it, it's a uh, on the little TV screen, and if you look carefully, you can tell it's Sam Lake. Uh, and they've brought in more Alan Lake stuff into control. So therefore, uh, I think that's where they're going to go with this. Or at least they're going to have a lot more influence because there's um, the way these incidences are happening. They kind of explain the, the idea in control. Uh, so I really like the fact that they tied their own universe together, uh, not just making it a fan theory, but making it like canon. Uh, but this There's one looks cool. really good. It looks like you're going to play as multiple characters. And, uh, you know, a lot of people seem to be talking about how Alan Wake now looks like uh, John Wick. And I'm like, I see it. But at the same time, I'm not as hung up on, on it as other people are. <laughs> but oh, I've heard multiple, the like, new
0: jo- the new Alan Wake does look a little bit like John Wick. Yeah, I, c- yeah, I kind of see it. But, I mean, people are going to grab at everything. And anybody with any white guy with, with, uh, you know, shoulder length, dark hair is kind of going to look like that anyway. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, like I said, there's not really much else I really want to know about the game because I just want it to come out. Uh, but you're right. It,
0: it right. looks, it looks good. I do, And I knew, I've known for a long time that you were super into Alan Wake. Um, so with this one coming out, I was like, dang it. I definitely need to play this one because I'm sure Joe's going to, going to get on this one. Um, I was wondering if I need to go back and play the other one, and yeah, I mean it's not super super long, so um, I can probably knock it out before this one comes out. This one comes out in October thirteenth. That was it. Yeah, so just in time for Halloween.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm most definitely, you know, excited about it. It's uh, the, mo- the thing I'm, I was most excited for. But then again, we've already knew Allen Week Two is coming out. I was just happy to see some stuff about it. Yeah. So. All right, uh, we have here uh, the next one on is RE4 uh, VR, and this is also something that's been already announced, and we knew it was coming. It already came out for uh, other VR platforms, uh, but I think that might have been just the old ver- older version. Uh, I'm not sure if they did the on Oculus like the new stuff, but the um, no, it looked really good. I mean, it was just like being able to parry a chainsaw with your knife. That like, seemed like it'd be terrifying.
0: I think this is specifically for like the reason they were announcing this is because it's coming out for VR two, so the the, the PSVR two. So, so I guess there's some some upgrades or some better stuff maybe that they're doing with it. I don't know, but anyway. Yeah, I,
1: I just I just know that they modded the older version for like the Oculus and such. So, right. um, this is at least the new remake uh, RE four remake going to be in VR two, and you know, it looks good. It's another. Kind of reason to buy PSVR two. I've, you know, I've been hesitant. I've really wanted. I really want it, but at the same time, oh, just not being able to use my back catalog and some other stuff. Um, they announced some some other uh, bits for PSVR two. Uh, like you mentioned, the Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, they got uh, a Queen song pack, and they're officially bringing over Beat Saber. You know, yeah. so uh, to PSVR two, and those are all good things uh you know there's there's They mentioned uh was the arizona sunshine 2 uh which is a you know just a a a very competent and very good uh vr shooter a zombie shooter Uh, it was one of the if you look at a lot of lists it was always one of the better ones to play in the first one and they really hammed it up with the comedy on this one uh there was crossfire something or other uh which was later like squad based um Shooter, if I remember correctly. All right. But yeah, I mean, uh, there. I felt like... I'm glad they at least acknowledged the VR, too, because you haven't heard much else about it. And, you know, hopefully they're going to continue to support it, but there hasn't been a killer app for it yet. Um, you know. All yeah, right. We'll we that. have the... Uh, I put this on here. Dragon's Dogma 2. So this was kind of exciting because uh dragon's dogma one has like a very solid cult following Mm -hmm. uh i got really into it for a little bit but it was one of those things that like i just couldn't there was something about it that just stopped me like i couldn't quite like i tried getting into it i was i played a lot of the first you know beginner area i should say and uh I, I just couldn't wrap my head around certain parts of the mechanics or whatever. So I was like, yeah, this is about as far as I can go. But I know some friends who just really went ham on it and they love the fact that, uh, you know, the idea of it and the concept. And, the you know, so this is a lot of people are looking forward to a sequel. Uh, this is a long time coming. And, uh, yeah, looks like you have, you know, a couple new, or at least a little cat race or some sort. And, a lot of people making fun of, uh, are using Skyrim references, you know, the Khajiit, I think it was. Oh, yeah. So.
0: Yeah. It, it, um, I saw that and I was like, well, I know of Dragon's Dogma, but I never played it. So I was kind of like, I don't really know what to do with this, but I know people will be excited about it. Um, So, yeah, the first game looks like it came out in 2012. Um, Dragon's Dogma originally came out in 2012 and then, Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen on PC came out in 2013, and then Dragon's Dogma Online came out in 2015. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's definitely um, a game that I see around the internet a lot, but have never delved into myself. Um, so, yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2 is going to be it's going to be a big deal. People are going to, I think people are going to go nuts for it.
1: Yeah, um and it's, it was always a solid game, so I uh, I think it, it'll be a good alternative in the fantasy space. Um so one of my biggest disappointments for the show was uh Marathon. Uh So yeah, watching this, the trailer is itself is amazing. It looks wonderful. Um
0: uh, the, the it's it, a it, CG it's a CG uh, yeah. trailer, right? Yeah.
1: So it's yeah, it's just it's a very it's a very good cinematic trailer. You're 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 seeing uh this you know figure machine run by and and then you see the bungee logo in the background and i'm like wait a minute is this marathon and sure enough yep uh the like i called it and i was super like stoked i'm like yeah then it turns out oh wait this is a pvp thing okay i'm out (laughs) i i was so stoked about them just reimagining the original marathon uh for those who don't know it's um Essentially, it was the killer Doom app for Apple. Uh, it was a very competent, very solid shooter. And, you know, this is what Bungie was known for for a bit before Halo. And, yeah, it's just... Uh, I'm. It's neat that they're bringing this into a current setting. Uh, I just have no desire to play a PvP-style game. Uh, so that, you know, uh, but at least Sony's finally putting them to use. So. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah I I just that. wonder where they're going to go with the, you know, it looks um the aesthetic looks cool. It it does you know, the aesthetic does seem to borrow um from um from Destiny. Uh n- not exactly, uh, but there's definitely some some similarities there that I see. Um there's definitely a lot, lot more color though, too. But uh yeah, I uh, I was unaware of this. You you were you were schooling me on this uh, this stuff prior to the podcast, um, which is funny because uh, you know I grew up with a Mac and uh, I never knew about this game. But um, anyway, yeah, I I want to see where they go with it. Um, I I wish I could have seen some gameplay, but maybe it's just not ready for that yet. But um, whatever that gameplay looks like, I'm hoping that it's. I'm mean, hoping it's different than than just uh, your standard, you know, Destiny style shooter. But you know, you know, we'll see. They've got to make their money, so anyway. But looks cool, and um, I hope that they can yeah, change I'd your mind. Go, I'd them. actually
1: be okay with a Destiny style shooter over just a standard like you know, battle royale slash PvP like combat arena. Well, uh, that's honestly.
0: I mean, I would like them to make a campaign, you know, that's, that would, that would get me in and, and for sure, you know, a campaign, you know, halo type game, whatever halo call of duty type game campaign, and then have a really robust, awesome PVP that they can make a bunch of money off of. That's fine with me. I just want to be able to buy the base game and play it. And then everybody else can have fun, you know, shooting themselves and grenading themselves. I I don't, I don't care. Um, I just want to have like some sort of like, what are you trying to say to me? But anyway, we'll see. I hope they can change your mind, but you're probably right. They probably won't be able to. Uh,
1: No, I just remember, uh, it reminds me that, uh, I don't know if you ever saw, uh, red versus blue, uh, rooster Teeth's uh, machinima. Mm -hmm. And they did a really fun thing where at one point when they were upgrading from, I think it was the halo two to halo three game engine. Um, because it looks so starkly different, they had a thing where they essentially got blown up, and the, uh, most of the most of the members got blown into the future, and so that's why everything was shiny and chrome, essentially. <laughs> uh, but one of the guys was standing behind the explosion, and he wakes up in the old, like pixelated uh, marathon, and he got blown to the past. And so I'm like, that's pretty good. That was a clever, um, clever choice they did.
0: You got to really know the lore, (laughs) the bungee lore there.
1: Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah. So hopefully, well, you know, I said uh, at the very least, I hope it comes out, you know, it should come out with solid shooting mechanics and that'll carry it pretty far. I think. Yeah. Uh, So the next game we have on here is uh, foam stars. Another disappointment for me personally, because I don't think it needs to exist, but uh, in a world with, um, you know uh you know you need a a a non-violent first-person shooter and if you want to face nintendo you're going to go ahead and just go ahead and copy them but uh yeah this is just an arena uh nothing about paint it's all about foam (laughs) uh shooter totally different and so totally yeah I don't know. What did you think about this one, man? I thought uh,
0: I I told you before the podcast that I thought that the CG cinematic, uh, you know, cutscenes looked good, and then you were like, no, they didn't. And I was like, yeah, you're right, they didn't. Uh, but they looked better. Yeah, they it, they I don't, don't know. It looked it looked
1: like a, all the character <laughs> models look really rubbery, and uh, it looked like a like a Barbie doll come to life. And I'm like, this is really just an odd art style choice. Um, yeah.
0: So anyway, I was like, "Okay, that looks kind of cool. I wonder what the gameplay is like." <laughs> it's just like, "All right, it's Splatoon." I mean, they just out it, you know, like
1: unabashedly, as, like we're gonna just take Splatoon. Uh, but, as soon as hey the hey, gameplay kids.
0: started, I picked up my phone and did something else. I don't even know what I did, but I checked my email or something because I was like, "This is dumb. Um, uh, this it just did like it didn't capture me." I was like Splatoon, okay, um, and and then waited for the the next cinematic trailer, and I looked up and I was like, okay, our next cinematic uh, cutscene, and I and then okay, they went back to like them shooting, and then I and then I checked out again, and then I didn't check back in until the uh, the next the next game played, but you know it's whatever. I'm sure someone thought this should exist, so. I, don't really I was just care. like,
1: they have way too much clothes on to be a foam party, you know?
0: You know, <laughs> so, they, yeah, you're probably right. They probably should have gone for a different demographic. That, you know, that, there you clothes. go. That, they,
1: they should have had Team Ninja do it, and they'll have, like, a million different pieces of DLC. Uh,
0: mm, yeah, just, like, real, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Daggummit, if I didn't have to think of it, a real Dead or Alive 6 vibe. That's what they needed.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's... it's it, this is a thing that they're making. Okay, uh, it'll probably be free when it first comes out for PlayStation Plus owners. That's my guess.
0: <laughs> we can only hope.
1: And uh, all right, like the last one I put on here that I I thought that was a, a fun look was the was Ghost Runner Two. Uh, it was I don't did you ever get a chance to play the first Ghost Runner?
0: No, I did not. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, yeah, it was it was free on. Um, uh, for the PlayStation Five for a while, I believe uh, it's it's a competent runner. Uh, has a nice uh, cyberpunk theme, and this one they made a you know it looked pretty decent. It's essentially uh. a good balance. You know, the first game was a good balance between uh, parkour and like, it was like Mirror's Edge versus uh, like I don't know uh, murder sim. I did <laughs> so want to play this. You got this. the stylish murder essentially. Yeah, I did want to so.
0: play this. I just uh, it just uh, I missed it somehow. But okay, so it was good. So there's going to be a ghost runner too. I guess I missed that one. I remember maybe I just didn't. Maybe I just tuned out on it. But okay.
1: Uh, yeah, they show their tower. If you, it looks, you know, it's your standard Corpo tower. So it's like, um, yeah, the ascent. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of smokestack looking. Definitely. You know, has that aesthetic. Yeah. It. So yeah, that that trailer has them where the bus out of the building and then goes right down the building itself on a motorcycle. And apparently, that motorcycle is supposed to be playing into some more gameplay elements. Uh, so yeah, uh, because you needed a reason to go faster, and they provided one. So I don't know. It's it's just a simple, fun game. I really enjoyed the first one. Uh, it's you know nothing too, uh, I don't know, nothing too difficult. But at the same time, it was just like the perfect thing to zone yourself into and uh, let you know forget forget about your day. And I think this is going to be uh, equally good. I'm, you know, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not, there's no reason to be, uh, wary of this one for sure. So,
0: yeah, looks good.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's been about it, uh, on the news front. Uh, right now, uh, they have, you know, it's like there's been, you know, since we've last talked, there's been the new NVIDIA cards launching or at least the 3060 and not people, not too many people are happy with that. Uh, so, I'm like, all right. Uh, the 4060? The 4060. Yeah. I, I said 3060. My bad. Yeah, the 4060. So it's like, yeah, you know. Uh, I saw an ad getting... for
0: it and it was like, it was quoting somebody, some magazine, and it was like, must have. And I was like, that's not what I heard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I know a, a buddy of mine is just actually about to start building. He wanted me, I helped to like build it. Uh, standard like 1440p rig and i'm like all right like just go with the the 4070 ti that'll that'll semi future proof yourself uh because they were thinking about getting getting a last gen you know like a 30 series card and i'm like no you might as well just go uh if you go 4070 ti it's you're you're pretty much at a thirty ninety uh power you know with the new conveniences and the new tech of the 40 series cards yeah. And it's like it's more closer to his budget. He doesn't need a 4K machine, um, and he's currently running a 1070. So yeah, it'll be a hell of an upgrade for him. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I mean uh, he's almost
0: as bad as me. Like, I mean this computer, you know, I'm amazed at how long it's lasted. I, I mean I've kind of fiddled with it, you know, changed some some things out, but the core of it is still the same as what I built in 2015 late 20, 2014, I forget, but, um, it's, it, it will, you know, if you get good parts like that, you know, it will last a good long time. So that is one really great thing. Cause I, honestly, I didn't think that this computer would last this long, just even work this long, much less be viable as any kind of, a you know, any kind of workhorse machine at all. But anyway, so yeah. 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 Gonna... I mean
1: as we mentioned before we've uh your 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 specs are now becoming the, your your graphics card is now the bottom bare minimum like
0: the bottom uh, for certain
1: games the bottom so. of the barrel
0: for certain games but damn it if it's if it's lasted that long that's that's pretty cool I mean it still runs a lot of stuff at d- 1080p pretty well you know well enough um I'm not you know, I am kind of embarrassed whenever I have to take footage from it because it's like, well, this is pretty pathetic. You know, 30 frames per second in AP if that footage, but, you know, it's it's whatever, it's fine. But yeah, 4070 should last your buddy a long time. I'm going to get something along those lines at some point too, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, all right. As far as uh, what we've been playing, I know you've been traveling mostly, so you haven't really got a chance to play too, too much. Um, for me... I actually like dusted off the switch and decided to play um, some Advance Wars Reboot Camp. All right. uh, it's you know I really like the the original. I have it on I have the old Game Boy Advance cartridges. Uh, this one, yeah, not a big surprise. It's uh it's pretty faithful to the original. Uh, I haven't played the original for so long, so I can't really tell too much of the actual in game differences for mechanics wise. Uh, but as far as the, the looks go, it's, it's a solid look. I, I'm not hundred percent sold on the, the way the sprites look, the little 3d modeling they have. Uh, I would have much preferred a 2d, you know, sprite because they, the actual character designs, uh, they're all nicely drawn and it's really crisp looking art. And if they did that same thing with the, uh, the units, that would have been amazing. I think, uh, it probably might have been a little bit longer and harder to do, opposed to these 3D models. Uh, maybe that's why they didn't do it. Uh, that's just me speculating. Uh, but I would have loved to have a 2D, just crisp, cel-shaded artwork or something like that. Uh, yeah. No, this the game's a lot of fun uh, if you like a feel like any tactics-based game and uh, you want something. Uh, you know fire emblem adjacent you know like just that kind of simple gameplay that's you know fun and has its own challenges i would recommend it for sure uh that's really and unfortunately that's about all i've been playing uh i've actually had to do a lot of traveling this last couple of weeks uh as well between uh this time of year graduations and stuff and uh heading out of state as you know stuff like that so unfortunately not a whole lot of time to to do some too much gaming yeah. Um, I've heard good things about able, advanced
0: wars over the, over the years. And it's, uh, it's one I would like to get into, but there's just too many things ahead of it, but I'm glad you got a chance to revisit it a bit.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a couple of new things that have just come out, uh, like today, like for example, street fighters coming out the day of this recording. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I'm interested in that, but I, I don't know if my fight sticks going to work. It's an older fight stick. So I'm not sure if it's going to actually work on the PS five. Um, I might have to look into investing in a fight stick,
0: you know, uh, you can probably almost certainly get a dongle. i I would, I would bet you could get some kind of dongle, but, but yeah, you, 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 you never know. And then, yeah, it would be an excuse to buy like another fight stick, but, um, but yeah, like I did pre-order that, um, or not pre-order. I just ordered it t- today and I have to go uh, pick it up tomorrow. I did not have time today, but I'm going to get that tomorrow. So I'll be playing that. um, and uh, yeah, I'd love for you to play on, on PS5, but you know I'm not going to sit here and, and ask you to do that because you already have a fight stick somewhere else. But it uh, should be fun and uh, should be talking about that here sometime soon.
1: Yeah. Uh, the other thing that just came came out a couple days ago was the System Shock reboot, a uh, remake. Uh, and I'm actually pretty excited about that. Okay. Um, it's, once again, uh, System Shock's an older game, so... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't know too much about it. I know but a little bit about it, especially. Yeah, Bioshock is a like a spiritual successor yeah. to it, and uh, from all accounts, it looks it looks pretty amazing. I've kept myself in the dark about a lot of it just because I didn't want to spoil a lot of it for me because I'm, uh, I missed I missed it when it first came out, and I didn't get into it until after Bioshock because actually uh, a lot of customers at the time would we're talking about the original bioshock or no, i'm sorry original system shock uh while they're buying bioshock and uh, that's it actually piqued my interest i got into i'm like wow this is really neat but it is a little clunky and uh yeah the things they've done to it i've heard i, I believe it was night dive studios who've been working on this new one and it seems like they've done a really good job like uh like really really good so i'm really interested in trying to check that out in the next couple of weeks
0: yeah the original system shock from what I understand um, did a lot of weird things that people hadn't seen before um it's a, has a near mythical kind of um i don't know aura about it it really changed the way a lot of people thought about how you could do games and how how games kind of work so yeah i'm um i'm excited to hear what you have to say about the new one i, I hope you get a chance to play it
1: Yeah, for sure. All right. And uh, yeah, uh, other than that, you didn't really get a chance to do too much of of playing on the Switch uh, with all your travels, huh?
0: I thought about bringing it, but I was like, no, I'm just going to, I'm not going to have any time. And I'm just going to tempt myself into staying up late and and playing it when I should be trying to save the energy for family. So, and I really didn't really have any time. um, So I didn't get a chance to play too much more Zelda. I did play a little bit more today but man like um there's still still probably have like freaking 40 more hours of that game to play so uh i will be working through that i probably talk about uh street fighter before i talk about zelda just because uh it's a little easier to k- kind of get the the um the long and short of a street fighter over zelda but yeah
1: all right uh and so for what we've been watching it looks like you've um you got to watch the new Guardians movie, right?
0: Yeah, I went and saw that um, while I was uh, on vacation. Uh, very good. I I really liked it. Um, it's uh, two and a half hours right at, um, and the time goes by really really fast. They they don't like mess around or anything like that. So um, it keeps your attention the whole time. It is uh, it's really good. Um, it uh, it's a bit of a tearjerker. Um, there's there's some stuff in it that um, will will uh, that tries to get you uh, to have an emotional reaction to it, and they do a pretty good job, I guess. Um, but overall, you know, the comedy. I thought this one was way better than Guardians Two. I seeing Guardians Two, I was kind of like, well, that was that was entertaining, but it wasn't nearly as good as guardians guardians one it seemed more like a parody of itself um a parody of Guardian guardians one but this guardians three really seems like a return to form the jokes are they're just they're just kind of better overall um and uh it's it's a lot of fun so i'm not gonna talk too much more about it but it is it's worth seeing if not in the theater then whenever it comes out it's it's a good uh friday night popcorn movie
1: all right. Well, that's good to hear. Um, I was let down by the second one, so I'm glad to hear that this one's better. Uh, I think so. How how much of the other uh, MCU like lore do you need? Because I've missed the last handful of movies.
0: Um, I don't remember too many points where I was like, "Oh, I should have seen." The Eternals, or I should have seen that, or I did see that, and that's why I understand this or that. As long as you've seen Guardians 1 and 2, you'll be more than okay, I think. Um, and you could probably even go into this movie. I wouldn't recommend it, but you could probably even go into this movie without having seen any of that stuff and still not hate it. But you should at least see Guardians 1 and 2. But if you've seen that, then I think this is... this is uh, it's pretty self-contained. They don't okay. really introduce yeah. too much other stuff, so I think you're you're fine to do that.
1: Yeah, because I've I've missed the um, I've missed Wakanda forever. I've missed uh, Doctor Strange. I was there a Thor movie? Because if there was, I missed that. Unfortunately, yes, there uh, was
0: another Thor movie, Love and Thunder. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I've missed quite a bit um, since, like well, pretty much get- after. Shortly after WandaVision. I think anything I think most of the stuff after that I've just missed. I just uh, uh, I can tell you those
0: three movies that you listed you're you've if you haven't seen them you've come out better than me because I have seen them and they they were all they were all not really what kind of forever was was a valiant attempt I'm not going to talk about it here. It was a valiant attempt, but all three of those are like very much forgettable. You, you don't need them, but anyway.
1: All right. Uh, well, all right. Thanks for the update. And, uh, I'll at least look forward to guardians three because yeah, I actually generally liked, uh, one and two was, um, a slight, you know, it was still okay, but it just, it was maybe like 60 or 70% of the first, but that's just because the first was amazing. And I've said, you know, I've said that more than once. Um, yeah, on, uh, on my front, I got to watch the the new Mario movie, and it was all right. <laughs> um, it was one of those things that like, I, I realized at a certain point, like, oh, yeah, I'm old now because I haven't played the new Mario games because I completely skipped uh, the latter half of the Wii and the Wii U, and then I didn't have a 3DS, so... The references to the new the the new Super Mario games where oh. you have like the cat suit and stuff like that. I'm like, yep, I'm like I'm pretty sure this is another reference or something to another game of uh, you know something new stuff. But I don't. It was it was all right. Um, it wasn't necessarily. I don't know how to say it. I feel like I think I prefer the Sonic movie, the you know the the Sonic One movie over this. Mm. Um, Okay. But then again, I think my expectations were generally lower for Sonic, and so I came out just better as a whole. Uh, I felt that some of the comedy was, I landed a little bit stronger, while I felt like Mario was riffing off of um, a little too much nostalgia. Like I, I like the fact that there was uh, some of the hidden like melodies and songs. Like they were they, they were able to change the old theme music just enough, so it was like you know not as blatantly noticeable. Um, but I don't know, just, there was something about it that I just didn't quite connect with and I'm like, all right, um, it's, it's okay. I mean, you know, hearing, uh, I've been, was it? take on me was like oh. you know we a buddy of mine had had a debate on this and he's like he's like i heard that they included that song because it came out in 85 just like mario i'm like it doesn't matter if it came out it's a, it's a great song so they're just throwing any classic song because i need a hero did not come out in 85 <laughs> but they they need, they threw that one in there too because i'm like i'm sure i'm like uh, before the end like halfway through the movie like i wouldn't be surprised if they threw the final countdown which they never did but i was just like you know, it's just like there's this classic '80s staples, and they just kind of threw them in there for, um, you know, the sake of it. And I'm like, because I, you recognize, I guess, yeah, yeah. I I'm kind of hit and miss. Like I I don't like a lot of DreamWorks movie, or not Dream. It was yeah, is it DreamWorks? The, the guys who do Shrek. Yeah. I, I, I really dislike them because that's all they do is throw in References. like pop music. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, all right, that's lazy. I guess it's the you know, like I don't need. You know, then again I, I pr- you know I prefer them to I guess do pop music opposed to making a musical like a Disney um because I don't like musical like Disney musicals at all really uh but at the same time I'm like how about you just don't need to do that because you know you can make uh there's plenty of really good movies out there that do not rely solely on their soundtracks um
0: yeah yeah I, I, not I, included <laughs> I was wondering like were there any um were there any like like adult wink, wink jokes in, in Mario or was it all just straight only for kids? I, I don't, uh, I'm trying to think
1: now. So they, well, um, they make a lot of jokes to like certain referencing of like the, I don't know, the earlier source material. Like they do the super Mario Cape. Um, and that, that Cape, you know, but they do it as a, they do a really good, like, you know, all right. So spoilers, um, early on like right in the beginning they make an old 80s esque like vhs kind of uh, ad for themselves as super mario so it's a very cheesy attempt at making a commercial for themselves okay and so yeah they're the super mario brothers and it shows them like literally sitting on their bellies on a stool and like the wind blowing and they have these capes on so that's like the super mario world cape uh and it's like that's their you know, they make reference to why are they wearing white gloves and it's like we need a it's like like we need to stand out. It's like a gimmick, essentially. So <laughs> you know, that's uh I don't know, they had Charles Martinet play Mario's dad, and I'm like, that's nice, but also it's it's almost a slap in the face. Yeah. <laughs> You're like,
0: it's at least they got him uh, in there. Yeah.
1: Um but I do have to say the the voice acting was way better than I expected because a lot of the people you, outright you can't really recognize them. Um mm. I I was just I was telling a buddy that when I was watching I'm like, yeah, I'm glad um Jack Black doesn't sound like himself. He doesn't sound like Tenacious D or like Kung Fu Panda. And then he started to sing at one point and I'm like, <laughs> gosh ah. <laughs> like I was like I just had said how I was happy with it. And then I was just like, uh granted it wasn't a long, it wasn't a long scene. It was just, it meant to be silly, but I'm like, it's more like eye rolling for me. Um, uh, you know, it's, but his role as Bowser was really solid. Um, okay. most of the most of the people, like, I understand that they, they made, um, princess peach way more capable, but they also make her like, uh, a wandering orphan. Uh, so they, she stumbled. So she's not actually, you know, um, uh, a toad turned into a human form due to the crown, like the um, Bowsette, you know, memes. Mm. Uh, so it's like, no, she's, she's supposed to be human. And uh, Mario, all I can think of is the SNL skit of um, making a Super Mario TV show like The Last of Us. Uh, I don't know if you have a chance to see that, but that's a great SNL skit. Uh, and at one point, they, uh, they're like, I have, "Yeah, it's good. yeah, Mario, why are you eating that?" He goes, "I need to feel big." <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was thinking about. What he had to eat the mushrooms. Um, oh, it was. like I said it was a, it was a good movie. It was just you know maybe not as good as or as great as I would like it to have been. That's uh-huh. fine.
0: I mean, my goodness, like it's been. Uh, yeah. It's it's crazy that it took this long t- for that to come out, but I guess you know nintendo well they had the kerfuffle with the first mario movie back in the 90s so they felt like they probably didn't want to do that again um oh well, anyway yeah, i
1: felt i felt if they did the if they had it done it backwards like this was the first mario movie to come out then they could make the sec that the original 90s mario movie they could make that as a today's thing like a reimagining and that would actually <laughs> go over really well um yeah But because it went, like, yeah, it's just... uh, Well, they probably needed to
0: do a good animated Mario movie with, like, DreamWorks or somebody, Disney, but probably not Disney, but somebody that was a really good animation studio or maybe you went over in Japan just to a really good animated Mario back in, like, you know, 95 or whatever. Um, But there wasn't enough will, I guess, back then. Uh, Now, everybody in our generation is totally, you know... Grew up with Mario so there's a lot of people our age with the, who are parents with kids you know who are ready to you know s- s- plunk down a bunch of money and see a Mario movie so the time the time is right but anyway yeah it, I
1: think they did they did a little bit maybe one too many Mamma Mia's. but uh yeah. they no like I said it was it was decent as a whole um the I think it's worth it's not a waste of time essentially it's, okay Good. Uh, so I'd give it a shot, especially if you if you've seen the original, like it's just neat to see all the voices, like pretty pretty decent. And you know, Illumination did a very like it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Illumination nice. really did do a great job with that. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's you know, there's obviously going to be a you know a long running franchise, and uh, just waiting to see the moment it crosses over into other uh like you know, they're going to have Sonic in it eventually. Right. <laughs> you know, that's, mm. uh, they yeah. made reference at the end of the first Sonic movie about, you know, um, Mario. Yeah. Like they, because that's where, uh, Dr. Robotnik went right. Or Eggman. He ends up wait, like you see mushrooms in the background. So I'm like, all right, they're, they'll do a crossover. They, yeah. we already know canonically they play at the Olympic games together. So
0: I finally figured out they make more money when they, when they do crossovers and stuff like that, rather than just isolating so yeah that's probably 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 gonna happen
1: all right well if you made it to the end of the uh, episode we appreciate it uh this was another dead pixel uh episode 45 and yeah thanks a lot guys thank you nick for you know being here today and yeah uh until next time uh, you guys take it easy
0: bye